Panama Today's on the air, folks. Music and inspiration. Uh, we're glad you're here for the next 30 minutes. Thanks for being with us. This is your host, Pastor Bill Wilber, Pastor of the Gamboa Union Church. We have been around for here for quite a while. You can check us out on the web, www.gamboaunion.com. And I'll mention, if you don't have a place to go on Sunday or you're new here in Panama, check us out in Gamboa. Come on out. It takes about uh, 20 minutes past um, Clayton. And out of the city on a Sunday morning isn't that bad at all. Service here at 10 o'clock. We do have a bilingual service. We do have nursery for kids, a junior church. Saying all that, we're just glad you're with us here for this program. And uh, next 30 minutes, we got some good stuff to share with you. Those of you who have been listening to Panama for a while, here Panama Today, I should say, for a while, have known that I tend to share a lot of personal experiences because I, I really believe that's uh, something if we're contagious about our faith, contagious about what God's doing in our life, that is transferable. Other people pick it up and say, wow, you know, uh, I didn't realize that living for Jesus is that exciting. It's not boring, folks. It might get a little scary at times, but it's not boring, that's for sure. And some of the things that I've shared with you here all involve what I call divine encounters. They're being led by the Spirit of God, consciously or unconsciously saying, I sense God's doing something here, or just going about your daily routine, daily activities, making a stop to the grocery store or something to the super, and, and you, quote unquote, just happen to run into somebody. I've, I've had that happen so many times. I think one of the things we should do uh, is to say, God, here's my day. I surrender it to him. Say, Lord, I want to be where you want me to be, and I want to be doing what you want me to be doing. And then just see what God does. Just go about what you have to do. Uh, things may be arranged to be serving the Lord in some way. And uh, just even your routine thing, stopping for gas or whatever. And then just see what God will do. And then as you meet people, uh, ask the Lord, is God, are you in this? Is there something going on here? that I should uh, be aware of and, and obey those little impulses. You see that person and you turn around and you say, oh, okay, and you either help them financially or you have some food in the car and you can hand them a banana or something to uh, encourage that person just then. Uh, juice, you know, you got one of these little juices in the car, bottle of water. That, that can really encourage a person, especially a person who's working on the roads or doing something out in the hot sun or some of the um, transito. It can really be a blessing to people. And then other things, um, you know, Jesus said, if you give this glass of water in my name, you're doing it unto me. And so let's just be kind of generous in that area. But also people are walking around and they look like, you know, things are going well in their life. But they have needs. Everybody has needs. Wow, wow, wow. I was talking with some person one day, and um, the next thing I know, they start telling me about a time when they lost a child. And I go, whoa, this person really feels they need to share this. And so I, I listen, and uh, 
and uh, I wasn't a situation I could pray with the person as such at that particular time, but I did pray for them, not with them. And you say, wow, this is something this person just opened up like that. And there, there's people with needs all around. Look when you're at a traffic light or when people are waiting for buses and so on. Uh, boy, you hardly see anybody smiling, you know, or singing unto the Lord or anything. People got heavy loads they're carrying today. Life is getting complicated, isn't it? Something which used to seem very simple to do now is it just paperwork and office hours and this person's not in, et cetera, et cetera. So we need to be divinely led by the Spirit. Romans 8 tells us about those of us who are born of the Spirit uh, can be led by the Spirit. And that's what we want to do. We want to be led by the Spirit of God. I'm going to tell you an amazing story. I read the account one day of a Jewish man. He actually was a doctor. And he had come to know Christ as the Messiah. And in his travels, he met a man who was always also Jewish, who had come to know the Messiah. And as they were trading stories, he um, told the Jewish doctor this story, and the, the doctor recorded it. But he had a heart for missions. He had an encounter with God that was so real. And he had a heart for missions, and he had surrendered himself. And he said, Lord, just I'll, I'll obey you. I'll, I'll follow you, whatever you want me to do. And he went to one village in the Middle East. And as he went into that village and started to tell about the fact that Jesus Christ was the Messiah, people started to actually come to him. They, they didn't throw him out. They weren't uh, so uh, re rejecting this truth, but actually they accepted it. And uh, he saw people healed, people delivered of demons. And uh, it was a, a, just a revival in, in that town. Well, after a while, then he moved on, uh, wondering where the Lord would have next. And once again, being guided by the Spirit, he found himself uh, picked up. Uh, the Holy Spirit actually picked this man up and dropped him, left him off. I don't want to say dropped him, brought him to a place in the desert uh, just to talk to one other man. This other man had uh, actually come from Africa and uh, was seeking the Lord in his life. And uh, this this Jewish man, he, he didn't know anything about that guy. And he sensed in his spirit, God was saying, see that guy over there? See that guy? Go talk to him. Tell him about me. He said, what? Yeah, okay. Well, he'd learned to obey the Spirit's voice. And he, he went over and he talked to this guy. And lo and behold... If the guy wasn't actually reading some of the Bible and uh, he was actually reading in the Old Testament, he's reading in Isaiah 53 and he was reading this passage and he says, uh, excuse me, well, like who are you? You know, out of nothing here, out in the desert, you know, out in the wilderness here. He says, what are you reading? He said, well, I'm reading this passage about the Messiah. Do you know anything about this? Well, he says, well, yes, I've come to know the Messiah. And you have tell me all about it. And he showed him how that passage in Isaiah 53 actually uh, tells about the coming of, of Jesus into the world and it was a fulfillment of scripture when Jesus uh, died on the cross for our sins. And uh, the Jewish friend just kept talking to this man who had come from so far and he said, um, you know, I, I, I really believe this. I, I, uh, you know, this is wonderful that you've been brought into my life. I, uh, I want to follow the Lord. And uh, so they went on to actually baptize this man. 
and 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 the Jewish man, after you know sending some greetings, all of a sudden he, he was picked up by the spirit. There wasn't an airport in the area, and uh, so God had another way of moving him. They moved him on. There wasn't any bus service or anything, so he moved him to another place. And when he got there, then he went on into another village and sharing about the Lord. And we don't know all what happened after that, but that account is absolutely amazing and it just shows you know that god can arrange divine encounters and wherever it is and um, he can use the supernatural means to do it he can use the supernatural means to get a person into another area to share the lord with a person and uh, that person by the way who uh, uh came to know christ it was baptized that day and so on he went back down to uh, Africa and uh, just led some wonderful revival meetings and led a lot of people to the Lord down there. Um, you may have read that story uh, or heard that story uh, by that Jewish doctor. Actually, his name was Luke, and he recorded that in the book of Acts, chapter 8. And it's an amazing, amazing account of way that the Lord arranged something. Uh, although that was a few years ago, God still does things like that. I'm reminded of a story of a of a group of missionaries, this is recent, uh, they had a, a van load of station wagon loaded with Bibles. And they were in the Middle East, they don't tell the exact place where it was for security reasons. And as they were traveling on this road in a remote area, their, their car broke down. And they got out and they lifted the hood. And they couldn't figure out anything. What is wrong here? Why did it just stop? We got plenty of gas. There hadn't been anything wrong with it before. And while they got their head under the hood and they're trying to figure out what's going on, over the hill comes um, uh, this man. And he looks at them and he comes running toward the car. And when he meets them, all he says, do you have the book? Do you have the book? He says, what are you talking about? And he says, I live a number of days a distance from here and I had a dream that if I came to this place I would find people who had the book about God do you have the book about God and they kind of looked at each other and said this is absolutely amazing and they showed him the Bible that's the book and he they gave him a bunch of these Bibles to take back and 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 the man went off just as happy as can be uh, and, and that he had meant to people in the car. The people in the car saying, what is going on? They got back in the car, turned the ignition, room started right up, and off they went. And God, God had caused that whole situation to happen. He gave a dream to the one guy who had started off several days earlier. He started way before that car had even loaded its books in and started on their trip. And as he went, then he ran into them, and those people were so amazed that their car suddenly died on him and then just as much amazed when the car started up again and off it went amazing things divine encounters it doesn't have to be so super amazing as these every divine encounter is an amazing every divine encounter is something the lord set up every divine encounter is important because god's in it and god's building his kingdom it doesn't matter what the government's saying it doesn't matter what books are allowed or aren't allowed god can get his word in he can even lift people up and transport them and move them miles away and drop them in in a situation i wonder what god would do with your life today i wonder what will happen when you get to work today i wonder what's happening right now in your car 
and you see people around you. A divine encounter can be that you don't even necessarily have to talk to the people, but you can look around at the traffic signal here and you look at light. Uh, people, when you're stopped at lights and so on, you say, wow, that person's got needs. You can start praying and say, God, what are you doing here? When you trap past the transito and you see the guy out there or the lady and they're motioning traffic this way and there, you know, they had to get up pretty early that day. You know, maybe they'd like a coffee break right now. They can't go for coffee. And uh, they're stuck out there until the traffic lets up. And uh, we can pray that those transitos don't get hit. That's dangerous out there. Um, and so let's just ask God. God set us up today. Surprise us, Lord. At work, at school, right in our neighborhood. Lord, help us be asking the question, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you up to, God? How can I share with what I have? I just pray, Father, all over Panama today, Father, you're going to do divine encounters for people. This is going to be amazing what's going to happen in this country today. If you got a report here, uh, let me know. Let me know. So I'd go to our email, www.gamboyunion.com, our website, I should say, and there's a place that says contact us. You can share your testimony, and uh, you can even give me permission. You can say, use, you can use this on your program if you want. Just don't mention my name. I'd be glad to do that. And that can encourage other people. That can inspire other people. Amen? Praise the Lord. We give you thanks, Lord.